All right, there we go. That'll work. How about that? Hey, that works much better, Mark. Good. Okay, a um, couple things. First of all, you're coming back to Warner Robins for a concert um, next month, I think it is. And, I mean, and, say, and we're giving away tickets uh, and stuff for that, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Okay, let me look that up so I know what I'm talking about. My schedule page is where I have to do have you been watching the Mark Lowry show? Yeah, I've, I've seen. I haven't seen all of them, but uh, but I've seen I've seen a good bit of them. Uh, I like that production you're doing on there. It's fun, man. I, uh, I've had more fun trying to figure this out, and I think I've got. I'm figuring it out for the really for the Mark and Tony show. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. How it, we'll talk about that, that in the interview. It's going to be good. We went six hours the other day, and I'm and then I can edit it. 12 different shows for yeah. like 30 minutes a show on Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, uh, but with, uh, do you use like a blue screen or a green screen when you do those? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. But most of them I'm still doing on the back porch because it's so much easier. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. Okay, right. Warner Robins. Let me see where I'm going. Okay, I'm going to be there October 27th at Second Baptist Church. Like that now. Can you hear me typing on the type keyboard? Yeah, yeah, I, I can hear you typing on something. Yeah, funny. Okay, and uh, that is at 7 p.m. All right, I'm ready. Okay, now we're also going to do, I don't know if you've heard, but I'm starting a new program. XM Radio. XM Radio, yeah. I know everything. Good. I'm glad. I keep up with you. <laughs> hey, uh, it, the first program is going to be an Anthony Berger thing. It's going to start next Monday. And I think I'm going to do a rush on, on this interview with you. We'll put you in as the fourth program. Uh, so it'll be, I guess, sometime mid to late October. Uh, yeah, and, uh, so that'll be on the XM. So what we need to do is tell, is send everybody to marklowry.com to find out when I'll be in their area. Oh, yeah, right. But part of this interview, and I, I will, I will make edits and, and, you know, yeah. take stuff out. We will That's talk right. about Warner Robins for, for the station I'm at here in Atlanta. But then we'll talk about, uh, your whole concert tour as a whole. But I also want to do some historical stuff. And, uh, and I know your mom has just released that, uh, that early recording of you. So. Sure. Well, you're in for a treat. Uh, if, if you're into characters, if you're into comedy, but if you're into sincerity at the same time, you're going to love Mark Lowry. And undoubtedly you already do. Mark, thanks for joining us here on the program. Well, Daniel, it's always good to be with you. And uh, you are up to some outstanding things these days, and we're going to get to that in just a minute. Uh, and, and you're always into new technology, into new things. Has that always been a part of your life, into new stuff? Well, you know, I think so. Whatever can capture this ADD attention that I have. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've got a, uh, attention deficit disorder, so it's like I can do four or five things at once, but they all got to be interesting. March 6th, I was was on a motorcycle. I was only going a mile down the road, you know. It wasn't like I was going far. And uh, so I thought, you know, it's a beautiful day. I'll not wear my helmet because in Texas there's a no-helmet law because we don't care about our stupid people. <laughs> if you're stupid enough to go without a helmet, we, we don't care because you probably don't pay taxes anyway. So I'm on the motorcycle. I'm driving down the road. Beautiful day. I'm only going a mile, and somebody cuts me off. I slam on the brakes, and as I'm headed towards Shepherd Drive, hmm. I, uh, uh, you know, my life didn't flash before my eyes. I didn't have time to think of much, but my head slammed on the pavement. And the only thing I remember is my head slamming on the pavement. 
I didn't remember my leg touching the pavement, but my leg was shattered. My head was fine. Thank goodness I hit my head first. No telling what my leg would have gotten into. <laughs> but uh, I only had two stitches on my head, but I shattered my leg uh, so much so that they had to fill me up with dead men's bones, to put cadaver bones in me to huh. fill up where I'd shattered all the bone. And uh, I tell everybody, I think they put some women in me because every time I pass at Walmart, my leg starts shaking. <laughs> But um, it was an incredible time of lying down in green pastures. You know, it felt like a brick wall at the time, but looking back on it, it's been an incredible summer. I've started uh, video podcasting yeah. uh, and really getting into that. I'd already started it, but I really had time now to delve into it because I couldn't move. I couldn't get around. You know, I couldn't take a shower without the help of a nurse or someone helping me get in the shower. Yeah. And... um so it was. It looked like a brick wall, but it was a speed bump. And I think that's the thing that I want people to get from my stories and my life. I don't want to chew the food for them, but I want my stories to turn a light on hmm. so they can look around and discover the diamonds for themselves in yeah. their own lives. I think a lot of times what makes a song a bad song or a good song is does the song preach? If the song preaches, it's not a good song. If the song sheds light so people can see, you know, a song that preaches basically is robbing the audience of the joy of discovery. It's chewing their food for them. But a song that just turns the light on where you can see for yourself and you can discover what God wants you to learn is, to me, a great song. Hmm. And... uh so all of my stories, all the things God teaches, things that God teaches me, come through, you know, motorcycle wrecks, van wrecks, yeah. dysfunctional childhood, tumor surgeries. Uh, you know, it's like God really has to slap me upside the head to get my attention. <laughs> well, but when I look at that, I see it humorously for some reason. I'm able to explain it to people, but I'm telling my story. I'm not telling their story. Sure. I'm not telling what they should do. I'm just basically saying, here's what I have done. And in that time of turning on the light for them, they can discover what God's got for them. And I love that about storytelling. I love that about songwriting. I love that about good sermons or the same thing. They don't, they don't really preach. They don't chew the food for the audience. Hmm. They turn the light on. Yeah. And that's the only way I can really describe it. When you had the accident, uh, immediately after, maybe the next day or so, uh, did it, at that point, seem like a brick wall? Well, I knew from experience that it wasn't. You know, it never crossed my mind really anymore that it was a brick wall. I mean, I just use that for those who feel like in their lives they have hit a brick wall. Yeah. And I have at times felt like I had. But it really is only a detour. It's God leading you in another direction. And it may not even be God intentionally doing it. You know, like, he did not make me get on that motorcycle. I did that all by myself. He was over in Baghdad trying to help the innocent people. And I was, <laughs> you know, I was on a motorcycle. And, and fortunately, he had a few angels around my head, I guess. But yeah. he could have spared one from my leg, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. But, but seriously, what would I have... How would I have been different today had I not done that? I wouldn't have had this Mark Lowry show. I wouldn't have been so into all this, trying to figure out how to make it look good, 
how to make it so that I can do the Mark and Tony, the Saturdays with Mark and Tony. The Mark Lowry show is, has just been, uh, learning. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I didn't even care so much about the material I did on the show as the editing process. Hmm. I've enjoyed the editing process, the, the lighting process, learning how to do all that. And it's really prepared me, and I think now, for what Tony and I are doing. Talking about the technical side uh, uh, with the Mark show and the Mark and Tony show and the way you've been editing and whatnot, has it all been just trial and error for you, or have do you have friends in the uh, in the industry, in the lighting business, in the in the in the stage uh, production business to to give you pointers? Well, I actually I do, but I've not called any of them because you know, like the lighting guy for Gaither's videos, he charges by the hour, so I <laughs> <laughs> I've just kind of tried to figure it out on my own. Cool. But also in the process, I have met some other geeks, is what we call ourselves, those yeah. that love computers, um, who have taught me stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they've watched my show, contacted me, or or I watched their shows, their podcasts, and contacted them. In fact, I did that with a show called GeekBrief.tv. Yeah, yeah. Callie Lewis and her husband, Neil. I, I just had been watching their show and emailed them and said, could you slow down? You talk too fast. I'm 48. I can't listen that fast. And she wrote back and said, oh, my goodness, we're big fans of the Gaither videos. And uh, we have Gaither night twice a week. And da-da-da-da-da. And so we became friends. And so I told them everything I know about Vestal, and they told me everything I know of, they know about uh, how to do a video podcast. So it's been a win-win situation. <laughs> Hey, uh, you'd mentioned Tony Campolo, and I've got a few questions about that in particular, about the, the, the Mark and Tony show is what you're calling it, right? Well, actually, it's called, Sa- I keep calling it that, but it's not that. It's called Saturdays with Mark and Tony. Okay. We'll put out a new show every Saturday. It's 30 minutes long. You can watch it anytime you want, but it's released every Saturday on at marklowry.com. And you can follow the links to the either the Mark Lowry show or Saturdays with Mark and Tony. There's all kinds of stuff at Mark. You can spend the rest of your life at marklowry.com <laughs> yeah. because I've been doing a website forever and I've never thrown anything away. Right. Are you, are you like that in person? Or are you a pack rat? Oh, no, 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 no. My, I know. I, <laughs> I keep nothing. My mother has like a shrine to me. Yeah. She has the Dove Awards and she has the Grammys and she has the whatever else. Because, I, I mean, I'll lose them. I will lose them uh, because I keep nothing. Because it's just, there's nothing more thrilling to me than throwing stuff away. Now, now hear me out on this. I, I can understand how you and Tony are friends. I can understand how you've had Tony on the senior trips uh, that you've done, or the one that you've done and the ones you've got planned. Uh, but but how are you able, because he's at a university, he's doing social work all over the world, he's got a tremendous speaking schedule that's booked through, uh, you know, the next millennium. And so how, where does he have time to come and sit on your back porch and do um, uh, the Mark and Tony show, or Saturdays with Mark and Tony? Well, he, what he did, he, uh, came, he and his wife, vacate with me every year. They, okay. they go on vacation with their son, they go on vacation with their daughter, and they go on vacation with me. <laughs> and um, they came to my house this summer, and I took them back to that little studio I've created in the back of my house with a green screen and all. Yeah. And we sat down. I just said, here, sit down. Just sit down right here. I want to show you this. So I just hit record and started asking him questions. 
And it just kind of went on and on, and it was kind of fun, and I put those up, and they seemed to be pretty good. And then he said, well, why don't we do this? Why don't I come into town you know, every now and then? I said, well, yeah, I'll do it. It was his idea. I would never have thought he'd have had time. Wow. So what he did, he was in Lubbock, Texas on Friday night. He had Saturday off. He flew to Houston in the morning. I picked him up. We did six hours of recording. That's the re- reason our shirts will not change for 12 weeks, <laughs> because it, we didn't stop for six hours. Wow. And then I will edit those down to 30-minute shows or close to that. So when I find after about 25 minutes, I start looking for a good place to stop. Yeah. And that will be one show. So he'll come back probably every 12 weeks. And, and he had to fly back out that night. So he flew in that morning, flew out that night, and spoke in Lubbock Sunday morning. So... He can always find a time like that, or I can go to his home. Sure. Do it. It'd be easier for him to come here because I wouldn't have to take all the equipment. But yeah. I think it's going to be a great show because it's, you know, I'm the student. He's the professor. He's really the modern day C.S. Lewis mm. of our time. Yeah. I mean, I have been so blessed. I've known the Fanny Crosby of our day, Bill and Gloria Gaither. I've got to know the C.S. Lewis of our time, Tony Campolo. And I would dare anyone to tell me, if he isn't the C.S. Lewis of our day, just te- please tell me who it is. Because <laughs> um, he's so brilliant. He knows so many facts. You know, that's why I was never good at history. Because yeah. I didn't care what happened in 1472. You know, I never, when you put a date to it, my brain tunes out. Now, if you tell me a story, I'm with you. Yeah. But... If you tell me in 1932, so-and-so came over here and this happened, you know, just get cut to the chase, get to the story. But he knows all the stuff that confirms what he's saying is true, you know. Yeah, yeah. Is this kind of – honestly, I've seen your podcast. I just haven't seen the new Mark and Tony one yet. Is it done in in kind of the same way you did the Ask Mark and Stan type uh, videos? Yes, yeah. You're right. It is exactly like that. Because, you know, with video podcasting, uh, you've got to have a, most of the heads of the the speakers, you know, whoever's on the video, need to be real tight. Yeah. Like on TV, you can have a, you know, a, a upper body shot for a newscaster. Yeah. But on when you're looking at a screen so small on the Internet, yeah. you've got to have it mostly their face. Sure. So sure. the challenge has been to get two people tightly on a screen without, you know, smelling their breath when you're recording it. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to ask you this because, um, because, and, and I, I, I like what Tony does, but he's controversial, Mark. And, um, uh, I love that. <laughs> and I assume you were raised in a very, uh, very conservative Baptist oh, yeah. home. And now you're with Tony. Is it kind of a conservative and a liberal? Uh, have you heard much about the controversy? Uh, of, oh, I know all about the controversy. I mean, I'm on the internet too. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Jerry Fong was controversial and he was my pastor. Yeah, it's true. You know, I mean, he, I could, if he wanted to do the Mark and Jerry show, come on. <laughs> but he, you know, he, he hasn't offered to, but Tony, and I know Tony. I, I know his heart. You know, I know he raises $10 million a year for the poor. Yeah. And I've been in his home and I've sat on the tacky furniture. I know he's not keeping, but, a, I mean, whatever the modern salary is, is probably what he's getting. Sure. This is a guy, you know, I've, I've seen the fruit. I'm a fruit inspector, <laughs> you know, and his fruit is good. He loves Jesus. 
and it has led him to a different political position than Jerry Falwell. But they love the same Jesus. They've just come to two, two different conclusions on how that plays out politically. Yeah, yeah. And I don't give a rip about politics, honestly. I mean, to me, politics just trims the bush. The gospel cuts the root. <laughs> if we lift up Jesus, all men will come. All women will come. He said that. If I be lifted up, you know, they'll come running. Well, who, if, if whatever you're preaching, whatever Jesus you're preaching, if they're not all coming running, if they're not hearing your message and knowing it's ringing true in their spirit, you're not lifting up the right Jesus. Well said. And, uh, and, and you got that from a very reliable source. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's the thing. If you get your information from the red part of the Bible, yeah. and you judge the rest of the Bible really through the lens of Jesus, yeah. what is the problem, I think, is that so many of us want to judge Jesus through the lens of the Old Testament. And you've got to look at the Old Testament through the lens of Jesus. This was not Billy Graham speaking. This was not Jerry Falwell speaking or Tony Campolo speaking. This is God on foot speaking. This is Jehovah with legs talking to us. And he said we must love our enemies. He said to do good to them that would hurt you. He said a lot of things that have led Tony to come to this political position he's taken. And evidently the interpretation of Jerry and others has led them to that conclusion. But, you know, the good news is God gets the last word on scriptural interpretation. That's true. And I trust that he's a merciful God and that he will judge us more for at least our desire to want to know him. I mean, what healthy father wouldn't love to pass his child's room and hear his children in there discussing how to figure out daddy and how to be exactly like daddy? Yeah. And maybe they get it wrong, yeah. but wouldn't they get some credit for at least caring? And well, he is the healthiest father of them all. So I think as long as Jerry Falwell and Mark Lowry and Tony Campolo are running after truth, we're all going to eventually run into the arms of Jesus because he is true. So true. Uh, listen, uh, you tell Tony that um, – uh, I'm going to be seeing his friend Steve Brown in a couple of weeks doing an interview with him. And, and I don't know if you know this, Mark, but Tony and Steve did a show on the Odyssey Network for about a year out of New York, and it was called uh, Hashing It Out. And they did a uh, – Steve Brown was the conservative, and Tony was the liberal, and they did a lot of political no, and social issues. Can you I, still get copies of this? It's very rare, but my wife found me a whole video set. It's on VHS. It's like 70-something dollars for this whole season. And uh, I'll uh, – it, it's an obscure website. I'll have to find it for you and send you the link. But I'd it, love to order that. Oh, yeah, it, it's cool. But anyway, Steve goes around and says, you know, that neither one of them had time to do it, but they believed that two Christians, two honest Christians, could really disagree on political issues but still get Jesus right and still be friends. And that was the comment they that they got all over the place was, you guys really don't agree about much of anything but Jesus, but you really do seem to love each other and care for each other a great deal. And isn't that just like Jesus? It really is. I mean, the only people Jesus ever chewed out were those, you know, the only people Jesus ever excluded were the excluders. <laughs> yeah. If you came to him broken, if you came to him needy, if you came to him hungry, even if you didn't come to him, he had to find you sitting by a well and you weren't even looking for him. Hmm. 
If you're broken, he's after you. Now, if you got your fig leaves so tightly bound, you've forgotten the seeping wounds beneath the foliage. Yeah, yeah. He can't help you. I want to ask you about because hey, Mark, just so you know, I, I've got my eye on the clock. What, what, let's uh, let's go straight to the concert information we we're going to talk about with uh, with Warner Robbins, uh, okay. and, and then we'll we'll pause and we'll come back at some point and finish up the XM part. So, Mark, tell me the God is crazy about you tour. It was sort of put on a hiatus just for a little bit because you were recovering with your leg. Right. In fact, this particular date, as I recall, and Warner Robbins had to be canceled because it was right after it was right around the time that you broke your leg. Was I guess? But isn't God good to me? Listen, I mean, he's he allowed me to lie down in green pastures, and and I had a good excuse to cancel. Yeah. Which, you know, for me, I'd rather be at home anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a, a, a blessing and a curse, but I had to cancel that Warner Robbins concert, of course, and the, a few others, but yeah. I am excited about getting back on the road now. I've got some things to talk about that I have not talked about before, and um, I'm going to be at Second Baptist, Warner Robbins, and I remember last time I was in Warner Robbins, we had a wonderful time, and I'm looking forward to that again. And this is October the 27th. Uh, do you have a start time in front of you? It's a, yeah, it's at 7 p.m., and I believe people can call. Oh, let's see. No, I don't have that number. Well, I guess they can just call uh, the Second Baptist Church, Yeah. Warner Robbins, and uh, find out more information. And you're still working with Premier Productions? Yes, yes. And uh, we can always go to, I think it's premierproductions.com. Uh, or we can find details out at marklowry.com. And, yeah. and, that, and I found an 800 number you can call. Oh, good. 1-800-965-9324. That's 1-800-965-9324. And I'm doing my Daniel Britt voice. Hey, that's pretty good. Uh, you know what? Even though you may not get it right, I have to be happy that you tried, right? I know. It's the greatest form of flattery is that someone would imitate you. I wish somebody would imitate me. I've never been imitated. Oh, well, you haven't been looking very hard. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're everywhere. Mark, you do such good things. with, And the website is so cool. That's, that's new. It's current. It's hip. It's fresh. And you're always changing that. And uh, do you ever hear from people who come to your concerts and they've never heard of you, and but they found you on on the internet, have you have you heard that? Oh yeah, uh, that's happened before. What's really interesting, Daniel, is that uh, if I think of it, because every night's different, you know, that ADD concert, we don't know where we're going. But if I think of it, I say, how many of you've never heard me in person before? And it's usually like two thirds the audience. Wow! After all these years, it's still that two. And I love that. I love that new ears are coming. You know, that yeah. new hearts are coming. That that people I've not been able to speak to before are coming, and I, and uh, I get a chance to you know let them know God is crazy about them. I mean, wh- how how fortunate am I? Oh, that's a it's a cool thing. It's a cool thing. How many dates are you traveling uh, now that you're you're doing your solo? Uh, oh, I, maybe eighty a year. Is that very manageable for you? Oh yeah, it's like yeah. every other weekend during the spring and the fall, and then I take the summer off. That's cool. And you're doing your video podcast. Uh, are you writing any? I am writing, but I don't write as much as I used to. Yeah. Uh, but I'm writing, of course, a lot of stories and writing uh, for the website. And uh, I've started on a couple of new songs. But it, 
they take they take longer to germinate these days. I can't ride them as quickly as I used to because I wrestle with them longer now. Hmm. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but they never seem quite done. Yeah. So yeah. it takes longer. But I've been putting most of my attention into the Mark Lowry show on the web and Saturdays with Mark and Tony, which are all available at marklowry.com. And uh, then just touring a lot with, you know, Lord Song and uh, Stan. And that is so much fun. Well, Mark, you are a ton of fun. Thanks for taking this time to uh, to talk to us. And uh, MarkLowry.com, the concert, Second Baptist and Warner Robins, it's October 27th, and you want to be a part of that. I was, uh, I was, I guess it was a couple of years ago we did that, and uh, a lot of fun, very creative, huh? and I will give you that. If you if you are concerned that you're going to get bored, don't be, because this show is going to keep you on your toes. And Mark, are you standing up now, or are you still using the wheelchair some? Oh no! I stand. Uh, I have to. I have a chair out on stage, yeah. and I, st- I. I want to do that even when my leg is totally recovered, yeah. because it is so. It's so intimate. Yeah, you're right. To just sit down and talk to the audience, and at times, on stage for me, it has become so intimate that I felt like I was on my back porch just talking to one person. <laughs> and so I. I want to continue that. I want to. I just like it. So it's something new I've learned from a broken leg. <laughs> 